mommy. So, hey, mom. Mommy. What do you think about this? Mommy, 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 mommy. Hey, y'all, and welcome to the next edition of the Millennial Mama podcast. I definitely appreciate you listening. I appreciate your patience. I know that I promised to have at least one or two podcasts out a week. Trust me, this podcasting is harder than I expected. And I think I like it so much because it is a challenge. In my daily job, in my world right now, um, home is always a challenge just because you have kids and you just never know what will happen. But I know that at work, I'm not being challenged right now. So I feel like my challenge is my podcast. And I'm, I'm very, very particular about the things that I say. Like I've probably recorded about 50 and deleted pieces, bits and pieces of them just because I want to be extremely cognizant of the content that I put out uh, because it it represents me. It represents the people around me. Yes, I will let a few curse words, curse words slip, but overall it's a representation of me and what I stand for. Please continue to bear with me. I promise it's going to continue to get better. August is always really difficult for us, not in the sense where I don't know if I can take it. Life is getting too too hard. No, that's not it at all. It's just we always have something going on. And honestly, come to think of it, no matter what part of the year, we always have something happening. I like it that way to a certain degree because it gives you something to always look forward to. Like if you have stuff planned on the weekend and work is rough this week, you can always have that positive mindset going in because you know at the end of the week you're going to be able to enjoy the fruits of your labor. So that's that's something that I, I, pretty, I pretty much use every week because I don't want to get up and go, but I know that... It, one, it gets greater later. And this old guy I used to work with, he used to say that all the time. You walk in and you say, good morning, how are you? He's like, I'm here, but I promise you it'll get greater later. Meaning at the end of the day, it's the best part of the day. So I use that a lot now because that's just the position that I'm in. But just talking about August, we got so many things happening all the time. Every year, it never fails. You know, birthdays don't go nowhere. Uh, back to school don't go nowhere. We talked about the stresses of that last week. But this this la- the last few days have, has been extremely exciting. I only say that for me personally because AJ celebrated his ninth birthday. And we usually call it his birthday but it's also our anniversary like he played AJ has played the biggest part in me developing into uh, the woman I am and the woman that I also ultimately want to be uh being his mom has been my greatest joy it's my greatest blessing uh Deuce is pretty important too but when it comes to having a kid at 20 and being forced to figure it out because you know that that's your only option, it forces you to grow up fast. And it, depending on what kind of parent you are, it forces you to make the right decisions at all times. So with that being said, happy birthday again, son, for like the thousandth time. On top of birthdays, he goes back to school in a week. We are always prepared for back to school because it's one of my favorite times of the year. Um, 
y'all getting to know me the best times i can't wait to hear what the christmas podcast is gonna be like like i know it's gonna be lit because i love christmas i might do a podcast every day in december just because i love christmas and i got a thousand things to talk about you see i just got super excited real quick but yeah he has back to school next week and it's just usually it's not difficult as far as getting him back to school it's just getting the household readjusted to having a kid in school every day, like the bedtime changes in, um, in the summertime, this summer is probably the laziest I've been. I haven't been cooking every night. Like usually during the school year, I cook every night. We hardly eat out food. Um, I try to make sure that he's extremely structured during the school year. But this year, as far as the summer, I just let it go for real. Like we just been winging it doing our best to rock this thing out. It's not ideal, but it's reality. But we're excited about back to school. He's excited about starting fourth grade. It's not the stresses of, if you live in Texas, you know about the STAR test. It's pretty much equivalent to when we were kids, we took something called the Iowa test or the ISAT test, and you had to score or make a a certain score in order to go to the next grade. And he kind of went through that and stressing over it all year. I don't know why kids stress. I don't even know where they get it from. Like, I don't understand what teaches you how to stress. Or a lot of it comes from seeing your parents. They talk about it, you hear it, and then you just take that on. Or it's just the way that they explain pressure. Uh, And, of, of course, a test like that that determines your your outcome or your option to move forward I can see how that would give you anxiety or give you stress, but we got the results back. He scored in the 75th percentile, so he did really good. I'm proud of him, but I'm ready for fourth grade. This is actually um, his last year at the school that he's at. The way that Texas works for all of my non-Texas listeners, scratch that. When we were in, when I lived in Chicago, we went to two schools our whole life. Like as long as you didn't move, you went to two schools. You went to elementary school slash grammar school whatever you want to call it and then you go to high school and then you decide whether or not you want to go to college or you you know you make those decisions whether it's away or going to a community college but here these kids go to a bunch of different schools like they have elementary they have intermediate that's like fifth through seventh then or yeah fifth through seventh and then they have junior high high school and then you go to college so I, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. Like it's a lot for someone who doesn't come from that environment. But I think it's it's amazing just for the simple fact that it opens you up to a lot of different personalities and a lot of different cultures that you don't necessarily get to see or I didn't necessarily get to see. Like when I went to school, all the kids looked like me. A lot of the people that I know that all of the kids look like us, like we were the same school paint or the school uniforms. And uh, just depending on your financial situation, you had either the dopest sneakers or you didn't. But when it comes to out here, like it's it's a free for all. You really see how a lot of cultures react to things like the simplest things like weather and what the kids bring for lunch, because the majority of the kids bring lunches. Um, it, it's just a lot. I think it's, uh, but it's not too much. I think it's just enough. I think it's what prepares them eventually for college. So it's not so much of a culture shock. 
So I'm really glad that we were able to change the environment and uh, just get them prepared for what's next, even though it's always, always, always going to be something. Um, and, And just to piggyback off that, I have a topic today. Um, I had a topic, but I decided to steer away from that just based off a conversation that I had yesterday. The original conversation was about disrespect. And I decided to hold on to that one because I wanted to, again, and I say it all the time, y'all have no idea. Like I have a list in my podcast space. Right now I call it a podcast space, but next week is going to be my podcast room. Uh, But I have a list in my podcast space of the things or the topics that I want to discuss when I have more people in the room with me just so we can get other perspectives. So we're going to hold off the disrespect conversation, but I I really think it's going to be a longer podcast because it's going to take a lot of dialogue. Um, I just just to touch on it briefly, I think that we as millennials, uh, whether it's parents or single people or people in relationships, whatever the case may be, we have become accustomed to being disrespected. We no longer require respect. And that's what sucks. The people who are most like me, a non-negotiable in my life to, to, for me to deal with you is, is respect. Like I'm not going to ever put myself in a situation where I am intentionally disrespecting you in any shape, form or fashion. So with that being said, I'm not going to, I'm not going to disrespect you. And I don't expect to be disrespected in the event that I feel like I'm being disrespected is going to be addressed and handle accordingly. I feel like that's what you have to do. Like you just don't allow people to do or say whatever they want to you. I have been pertinent to a few different conversations and situations that I have decided to separate myself from because the mouth that I have, it tend to say the things that the people in the room are thinking, and then I'm the bad guy for saying it. So again, we're going to put that to the side. Uh, One thing that I, I mean, the thing that I want to discuss today is friendships millennial friendships, not relationships. So I don't want to talk about when you together, you got a girlfriend or a boyfriend. That's not what I want to talk about. I want to specifically talk about friendships and how, how they either develop or they fall by the wayside. I don't think that we in this era or generation, whatever we're calling it, I don't think that we cherish friendships the way that they used to be cherished. Like, I don't think that we, I don't think that we put as much priority into building certain relationships, not only as we should, but as it used to be. I remember specifically my grandma. Yeah, my grandma, she had a friend and her friend came to our house for everything. Like when I say she celebrated everything, everything with us like she was damn near my second grandma and like that kind of laid the blueprint or my foundation on what a successful friendship was especially because they had been friends for like ever longer than I had been alive like she knew me before I knew me type of thing um and it was just dope to see that, like like the Golden Girls type of thing or old school movie like Beaches, like people that have, have literally been through everything together. And then in their old age or older age, don't, don't, don't say old because I get in trouble for that all the time. 
my grandma said, I'm slap shit. You keep saying it, but I'm sorry. In your older age that you can still sustain those relationships. And I think that's really dope right now. I think it's the exact opposite. I think that we are so busy not being busy that we forget to cherish the things that are important. Or even if you're not cherishing it, you're just not putting enough priority or enough um, effort into making sure that these relationships are everlasting. I am a firm believer. I extremely believe that people come into your life for a reason or a season. The unfortunate part of that statement is you don't know. Like you don't know until something slightly goes left and then you start to consider it. Like, was this a reason person or a season person? Like, and it's harder, in my opinion, to let the people that you know are there for a season, it's harder to let those people go. Because most times like you share specific aspects of life with those people. So it's hard to just, it's hard to just cut them off. I remember when the night before I went away to college and y'all know I went to, and y'all know I went to the boonies, Kentucky state university, and it was literally in the middle of nowhere. Before I went to school the night before I had a few friends over or all of the people that I considered to be my friends at that time they were all at my house, and I remember my auntie came in, and y'all, mind you, people who know my auntie, first of all, y'all know she was a hater. Like, she was a firecracker. She was everything that you didn't want to be around in those days. Like, she's a completely different person now, or she's she's working to be a completely different person, but in those days, yo, I didn't even want her to come around my friends because I knew it was going to be some bull. Like, I knew that it was going to be something that I was going to have to defend because she got a mouth. And then, not on top of that, um, again, going back to disrespect, we don't really tolerate disrespect. So, I'm not going to let... I knew at any time, as soon as she said something crazy, the people that I roll with, they ready to pop. And I can't let you pop in my house to my auntie. So, uh, but I remember, uh, she pulled me to the side and she said, you see all these people in this room? I can't wait to have a conversation with you in five years to see how many people going to be in this room. And then after that, I can't wait for 10 years to, to, to have this conversation and see how many people in this room. And at that time, you know, you think you got everything figured out. You didn't graduate from high school. You're on your way to college. You, you feel like you got it together, right? I was like, man, you don't know what you're talking about. Whatever. Like, you just talk, you just mad because you ain't got no friends. Like, that's what I was thinking in my head. Rest assured, five years later, you look around and you're like, damn, where, where my people at? <laughs> what happened to them? I think it was probably two or three that was still there. And even to this day, it's maybe two or three. Um, I'll say two. That's a safer number uh, that you can that I can. I feel like I can sit up and have a conversation with, and it's not mess, and it's it's grown. I really think one of the dumbest things that we say in this day and age, and that we actually, for some reason, we feel proud about this, like we feel accomplished when we say this. Uh, you say my circle's so small. It's a square. Or no, my circle's so small, it's a period. Or my circle's so small, it's a dot. Like, why do you want to have ambition? Or why is your ambition that you don't have no friends? 
I don't think that we were created like that. I think that you're supposed to have people that you can relate to and bounce ideas off of and have positive dialogue with and it not be messy. The thing is, a lot of us associate friendships with messiness or mess or drama for whatever reason, but we often forget how much we feed into that negativity or how much we add to the drama. And when something is happening, you and somebody else may pick up the phone and was like, hey, did you see this? Or how did you feel when this person did that? All of that talking behind your back, it I get why it makes you want to separate yourself from people because whatever the reason is, Either way, all friendships, not bad friendships. And I think it's important that we start to develop better friendships so that they can one day turn into a lifelong friendship. Like, and that's real. All right. And on an extremely heavy note, last but certainly not least, I am a Chicago girl too. I die. South side of Chicago, 79th Street all day long. I am always going to be proud of the place that... I was born and raised. But we also have to start the dialogue. We have to start real life, educational, speak up and get active type of dialogue. If you haven't seen it in the news, there were, of course, there are always consistencies in the numbers, but I believe I saw 73 people shot, 13 or 14 people murdered in the in the span of 48 hours people this is not acceptable this is not something to be proud of this is the most embarrassing thing to have a conversation with i don't think a lot of people understand because you haven't ventured off and moved away but when you're from chicago every time something like this happens people around you that know nothing about the city want to have a conversation about it one because it's news it's just like any other news like I can't get in my feelings because someone wants someone wants to talk about it because I didn't get in my feelings when we talked about whatever happened in the news last week and I I have I put myself around people that we have conversations about current events and unfortunately the most current event or the most impactful event or the topic of conversation this week is the fact that the city has gotten trigger happy not only has it gotten trigger happy for some time it's been like that but that's not the city that i'm proud of like i've almost gotten to the point where if you ask me where i'm from i'm saying i'm from illinois I'm not going to tell you like I'm from the city of Chicago because it's embarrassing. It's nothing to be proud of. I know damn sure that I'm not from downtown and I'm not from the suburbs. Like that's not what I'm proud of. I told one of the older guys at work today, um, he brought it up and we were having a conversation and he asked me, he was like, were you familiar with any of these areas or blocks? I said, honestly, one of the crazy shootings happened down the street from where I went to high school at. And that's literally like 10 minutes from my house. That's not something to be proud of. That's not something like you don't want to be proud of those people because y'all are out here looking crazy and it's not everybody. But the sad part is we are all are falling victim to it. We all are guilty in some kind of way because one, we don't say anything and we don't say anything with good reason. 
because you want to not only stay out of the mess, but you want to protect yourself and your yours, which is which is a completely understandable. But I have no idea. And I pray for the people that I love every day. I pray for the people that I associate myself with every day, especially those people that are in those areas, because it has gotten to a point where these people are out there shooting and they don't have no target. It's not that they miss it. It's that they're not shooting at anything. They are just shooting and they don't care who get caught in the crossfire. But nobody steps up and says anything until it hits home. I don't want it to hit home before I have to stand up and say something. The shit is not right. Don't associate yourself with people that's out here doing that. I had to ask um, my cousin the other day. I was like, do you think the people that's out here doing these crazy things have families and kids and mamas and wives or baby mamas, somebody who actually care about them? Because retaliation is real. Most of the things that's happening is being based off of retaliation or just stupidity. A lot of it is stupidity because I remember growing up and I'm not saying that Chicago or the area that I grew up in was perfect and it was white picket fence, but it was codes that those guys lived by. Like it was never any craziness when the the elders were outside or the kids were outside riding bikes today. The kids cannot go outside and ride their bikes. They can't go outside and run to the ice cream truck. Like, they can't do anything, stand outside, play double dodge or hopscotch, or even play in the alley or sit in the alley and play ball. You don't have those options. These kids are being cheated. I care because I'm a parent. I care because when I go home, I don't want to be worried about if I'm going to make it back to my real home or my now home. And if you think, oh, you just a sucker, you scary, you call me what you want to call me. But it's ha- it has gotten uncomfortable to even prepare myself to come home for whatever reason. Like, it makes me think 10 to 15 times when I'm ready to pretty much get on a plane at any time and go anywhere. I am always reluctant to come home. Not that I'm associated in anything, but a lot of the shit that's happening in the streets, these people and these babies aren't associated with nothing. But what they are getting is hurt. What these families are feeling is pain. I'm happy that I was able to get out when I did. But like I said, going back is always a fear. And I don't even know that if that it's a fear for me because I... I would say that I don't put myself in those situations, but like I said, now there's no such thing as those situations, but I fear for my husband just because he's a male and you just never know what can happen on the South side of Chicago at night. And we do a lot of moving and shaking at night because that's when you're able to go out and somebody has the kids and you get to really hang out. Um, Hell, most of the time, that's the real time or for the longest time, that was our opportunity to get back home and really let loose. Well, we get to say, all right, the kids are good or AJ's good. Let's enjoy ourselves tonight. But now we can't do that. Now it's not comfortable to do that. When I go home, I'm in the bed earlier than I'm at home, like when I'm at my own house. Because I don't want to be in the mix of anything. It's so hard. It's so tough. It's, I, I, don't, I don't know if y'all feel what I feel. And I haven't lost anyone that I know of. 
not not from these recent strings of attacks or whatever. I haven't lost anybody, but I still care. I think that everyone who has a pulse and you have some type of connection to the city, we all got to start caring. We got to figure this thing out. I am 1-800 for sure. Get your ass out of there right now. Like that's where I stand. Get up and get out because it seems like it's progressively rapidly getting worse. And if there's no solution, you have to put yourself in this position where you're taking care of you and yours. That's all I have. If you have a comment about uh, Chicago, if you have a comment about friendships, if you have a comment about disrespect, whatever you want to talk about, just let me know. Uh, my email, the millennial mama, the number two at gmail.com. You have my Instagram, you have my phone number. You want to send me a text? Just let me know. Let me know what you think. Make sure you're subscribing to my Instagram. I'm sorry. Make sure you're subscribing to my iTunes page. It's the Millennial Mama. I'm the only one out there. It's a bunch of different millennial pages, but this is the one that we want to see grow and do great things. Um, the baby, he just walked out. I wanted him to get back on the mic again, but he not with it. Not tonight. He watching Mickey Mouse. But again, Millennial Mommy, Mommying Parenting Don't Stop. Um... Like, again, I can't stop saying how I'm appreciative that you all are listening. Please continue to bear with me. I'm going to continue to get better and better, but I got to get out of here, get to my show. Y'all be blessed. I appreciate your listens. Again, be blessed.